Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To It's reality, let's love! Hey, uh, Tiffany, uh, Ty Ray, remember we met at a funeral? Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's we, met up, at, we, met at your, we met at your cousin's funeral. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pookie, I'm gonna miss him. He was can I, sweet. Can I steal a fry? Can I, can I steal yeah, a fry? Yeah, yeah, go on, get your fry, boy. It's normally just to, like, take people from things I who I barely know, right? It's yeah. like fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, 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 I, I was excited to see you here. Wait, like, I was no, so no. excited to see you. I'm basically telling you everything. No, no, no. I, here's the, just so you understand. Like, could a date? Like, not like hanging out. Like, like we're gonna go out and have food. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, like, I got do that it. With a me? date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's not a- like a date that is like medjool date. Not like a sweet Middle Eastern dessert. I'm not sure I know what that is. And are you ready for this? Uh, all I know is I'm taking my trauma and throwing it out there in the world. I probably need to work on myself probably another eight years. Um, but I want to date and I'm, and their cameras follow me. So want to go out and go bowling or do things that regular people do while I stare at you and think about masturbating to you. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) It's the single life season four. Season four. Oh, the single life is back, y'all. It is back. Oh, okay. 
I wanted to crawl out of my skin watching this. This was one of the hardest things I've ever had to watch. And I've watched a sister bite her other sister's hangnail off. You <laughs> have. T- toenail off. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> have. The sheer, like, I wanted to pull off my skin watching him talk to this girl. It's really... <laughs> Was bad. It's really uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. Um, boy, what a what a, what a rogues season. gallery they've assembled this season. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. By the way, for people with misophonia or whatever it's fucking called, I never remember it. I apologize. I have a cold, so I've got tea, coffee. Yeah, drops. You I got the whole dr- thing. Drug it back in. I did. I got. I got more than schnitzel in Vienna. <sighs> Are we going to have to hear about it? Oh, you're, yeah. You're sad, you, if, sad, desperate. Oh, yeah. If I have to hear about all the gross details of your sex life, you get to hear all about mine. Mine are, mine are classic tales of love and intrigue. <laughs> <laughs> what are mine? Uh, drunken ruts with people who may be conscious. <laughs> I want to argue with that. I really want to fight back on that, but and if um, I ask you to describe describe them and their 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 appearance, you're like, I can't really remember. <laughs> I can't remember that. It well, it does tell the tale that I was like, oh, I'm going to tell this story on the podcast, and this happened like four days ago, and I couldn't remember the name of the guy until this morning. Yeah, exactly. You but totally, it came back to me. You totally got sick from this person. No, I just I, I don't know if I don't think it was him. Sure. Because I, I will say colds are easy to catch, but yes. especially you you get you get a cold much easier from like touching something or actual contact. I also was drinking after people because I met a couple of I made some friends in Vienna. So why we were, like, were you sharing. drinking after people? Because we were like sharing a beer. And they're like, oh, try this. And we were like having a drink. I made friends. I don't understand this making friends when you're traveling. I do, well, I when you're traveling alone, you I went, I traveled alone too. The, the so, friends that I made are the ones I fucked. That's it. See, that's the deal. Is <laughs> I don't fuck. I don't have to fuck. It, although you would, uh, one was a bot was too uh, more of a sister. Um, uh, he even said that to me. He's like, um, but the other one. So the, these guys, I didn't have sex with them because I didn't want to have sex with them. We were just friends. Were you just meeting them at a gay bar? We met at a gay bar. We really are very lucky that we're gay because, like, if we ever go to a big city, we know, like, we can go to a gay bar and you just meet your community. So I just went to a bar because basically my friends back here in L.A. were like, go to a gay bar by yourself. I'm like, I don't want to. And they said, <laughs> go. And they made me. My friends, Nicholas and Kobe. So I went and actually really glad I did. Went, had a beer at this place called Mango. I, I feel like you're you're that that you're that you're like a Tina Fey character in something, and your friends are like, "Do it!" <laughs> they make me do it. Yeah, they did. You're like Chantel's I, I, friends. I, no, it's like Chantel's friends. Yeah, go like get out there. So, um, because I'm actually quite shy when it comes to meeting dating. Like, I'll be honest, I related more to Tyree than I did to Tiffany in that scene. I, I I'm terrible. I'm horrible at it. Yeah, I've so, seen it. It's not. It's not pretty. No, yeah. I'm, I get so inhibited and uh, yeah, it's t- terrible. So I 
So then I met them, but they were very sweet. Originally from Mexico, one guy lives in Ireland learning English, but he kind of is hopping around Europe and using Ireland as his home base and kind of working. He's younger, doing that life. And then his best friend is from Mexico, but works for the United Nations and has lived all over in okay, Europe. Get to the fucking. No, but I don't, I don't he give a fuck. He sounds like a guy you would fuck with. <laughs> no, but anyway, they became friends and they're like, you want to go, go to this other bar? And we ended up like bar hopping and dancing till like four in the morning. I've never done that yeah no no wonder you got sick <laughs> <laughs> worth it it was a ball we had a great time great anyway, way to start us off january you, 1st <laughs> he said if you ever come to vienna don't you dare get a hotel stay with me it's very sweet but and he was like do you have any hot friends in los angeles because i do travel there for work and i said i do and I thought, but I can't have Poodle meet him because he's a total top. He's cute. He speaks four languages. He works for the United Nations. And you would ruin that for me. I don't and see he, how he, I would. Uh, do you have a picture of said gentleman? <laughs> I do. You would think he was attractive. Slim. You're uh, Mexican guy. He's from Mexico. Hmm. Um, big nose. Hmm. Blonde hair and hazel green eyes. Yeah, I'm gonna need. <laughs> I'm gonna need stats. So that was one night, but then there was another night. Why didn't you bang him? Um, I, I didn't just. I didn't get that vibe. again. I could be friend. I have. I don't have sex with my friends. If I, I have meet friends, some, I, I am the one friend, gay friend you have that you haven't banged. That's not know, true. That's not that, true. Name someone else who. Hmm. Well, I haven't banged them yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. So, but it was like meeting them was like a vibe I got from you. It was just like, eh, I wasn't it. into it. Again, All right, get to the I, banging. I'm I, demisexual. I have to connect with someone. Oh, here we go. I really realize Yeah, you're that. a 45-year-old demisexual. We got to no, speed this up. Three, I've got two more months of 44. Um Although nobody thought I was 44. Thank you, Dr. Rustan. Um, but anyway, so, sorry, I just put in a cough drop. But before that, I went to this bar called The Village, which is funny because that's yeah. the first gay bar but, we went to in Dallas. And you know, like, every every city's got a gay bar called The Village. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. There's like a village in like so many cities. That explains why the bartender didn't care when I told him that. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh my God. I bet you were ridiculous. You're just telling people, oh my, this, you know, when I come here, people are like, who is this rube? I I made friends. I thought it went well. Vienna was, y'all, Vienna is a beautiful city. It was a little too crowded, but I wanted to go for the Christmas stuff. And I wanted to get Delta Diamond. And I got all that. But um, Okay, tell me about the railing. So Jesus. All right. So I go into the village. This is my first night there. Again, my friends were like, go out. And I was like, okay. So I went to a gay bar. I sat on the nobody was really there yet. And then I was having I talked to the bartender for a little bit and he was like, people will come in later. I was like, okay, sure. And I'm having a beer. All the beers there are great. Um, and so I'm having a beer. And then, like, I'm having a second beer. And then this guy comes up to me, and he just sits by me. And he doesn't say a word, but you can just feel, you know, when you yeah, feel the leering. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that move. He was probably about, like, 50, I would say. Yeah. 
Um, you got yourself a Freud. Uh, yeah. Daddy. I wasn't able to go to that museum because I was going to go on the last day. And that's when I got sick. You missed out. It's a good museum. I know. I, I didn't get to see that. That's when I was going to go see a string quartet, do Mozart, like go see Mozart's house. You didn't house. even I didn't, see any music? I think that I was going to do it all on Boy, Saturday. So you were going out to gay bars and didn't I, get to see any of the culture. Oh, the last day was terrible. I was sick. Um, y'all, if you travel internationally, bring all the medicines you ever think you're going to need. That is um, true. I agree with that. Yeah, it, it's what you learned. So... This guy, especially if you go to China, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. So he, so he sits by me. Uh, now look, I'm trying to take a page out of your book because I, I really am. It's I'm a tr- long book. It's a long book, and it's kind of fragmented, and it like says turn to page 200, and then you got to go back to two. It's very confusing. <laughs> but it's it a book. Y'all get ready. This it is, is going to be a long and show. It is an adventure. So, but. Can, can, can we I'm, can we book report it? Because we still have a two hour show to cover. <laughs> yes. But anyway, I was gonna tell you, I I tried I am not trying I'm trying to lower my standards as far as physical attractiveness because I realized <laughs> and you've told me No, because you've told I'm trying to take a book out of page out of Poodle's book of Be the Pretty One. Be the pretty one. True. I, and I don't do that. I usually always aim up and I'm alone. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be the pretty one. So that's kind of what I thought. I heard your voice. Yeah. Remember, though, even when you're still in bed with another person, you're alone. We're born alone and we die alone. We do. Everyone remember that. If you're worried about being alone, you're alone. If you're sitting next to your husband (laughs) or your kids in your lap. If he's inside of you, you're still alone. You're still alone. Which I've That's take, a great way to start the new year. <laughs> I, I take comfort in that, but I like Me being too. alone. I like being alone. Me too. And so, um, anyway, so he uh, he looks over and and he says something in some language, and I say, "Excuse me," and <laughs> <laughs> I, I am going to book. Shouldn't. I am going to book reports. Cards. So he didn't speak. He didn't really speak. He spoke some German which I don't really speak. Oh, he was, so he wasn't even a native he, German speaker. Well, there's a lot of people in Vienna that are not. He was originally yeah, there from – There was a lot of people there I've learned from Budapest. So yes, he, he was from there. But then he also lived in Italy for a while. So he knew some Italian, and that's actually how we were able to kind of talk a little bit. He didn't speak any English? But he spoke hardly any English. Okay. His name was um, – Oh God, I for Adolfo. That was his name. Wow. I am Adolfo. Yes, that's how he said it. And then uh he didn't That sounds made up. And uh, maybe it was. But anyway, All this there, is sounding kind of squirrely. There wasn't really a lot of conversation. Gotcha. I'll be honest. I had already had three beers there. Something I wasn't prepared for is the beers there are like very, very strong. Eight, they're eight, nine percent. That's why they're so good, but they're very mm-hmm. strong. Yeah. So I was already pretty woo. So anyway, things happen. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him and I'm kind of looking else around. The bar's not crowded yet. And I kind of thought I'm getting drunk and this is probably going to be about as good as it gets. <laughs> you know what? I respect this. <laughs> so quantity over quality. <laughs> so I look at him. He looks at me. We look, he does have really pretty, these light brown eyes. Just focus on those. Skin. Yes. <laughs> and so it, it's, uh, and he has, at least he has 
he has pretty teeth. So I was like, he's this will work. <laughs> I, his nose looks like he's been a boxer. That's fine. Oh, a romance for the ages. This will work. It's a work. So he, we're talking. Then I see him start to look at my lips. And oh, then I know, it's oh, all over. It's all over. So he leans. I'm sure in. you'd put a lot of lip lip gloss on them too. No, yeah. no, because I no, because I know they're no, not. And so, but they were moisturized earlier in the day. Yes. And so he leans in, and we kiss. And boy, kind of like my dad would say, this had a kick to it. And you know what I mean? Like, it was a good kiss. He was a good kisser. So we're just making out at the bar at this point. Classy. Just classy. Again, I decided. I love it. I decided when I go to Europe, I went, I'm going to poodle a little bit. I'm proud you know, for you. This this is this was my behavior. This is poodling. And I've decided poodling is now a noun. And I want Sissy to tell <laughs> us. a verb. When were yet yeah, to verb? I'm sorry. When were you out poodling? I want to know your poodling <laughs> stories because we can all be a little bit more poodle in 2024. It's true because it's the year of the whore. <laughs> it's the That's year what of I'm the saying. Whore. Anyway, we're sex positive, so we're oh, making God, out. Move it on. He's rubbing my leg. He starts grabbing my crotch. Jesus. I'm like, what? And then we're kissing, and then he kind of pulls back, and he kind of licks the underside of his lips, and I went. I'm so sorry. I have adult braces because <laughs> I thought he cut his lip on my braces. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have adult braces. Because you can't see them. Could you be more socially unacceptable? <laughs> no. No. Jesus. If, if he fucked you after that, it's going to be a pity fuck. Keep going. So then, so we make out. He's like, no, no. And we make out some more. We're making out. The way. And finally, he tell, I understand that he says he lives one block away. Oh, it was fate. It was fate. So we leave the bar. I'm fine. And at first I said, no, 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 I can't. But then he started, oh, come on. Then he started kissing on my neck and I went, okay, let's go. And so we go, we walk to the bar or we walk from the bar. We're walking. And then he turns into like this little alley or not a little alley, like a little alcove. And we were, he just kind of throws me up the wall and we're making out a little bit. I was like, well, this is a fun way. And then, and then he tries to take my pants off, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And then we're making nine, out. nine. And then I realize, uh, yeah, I'm going no bene, no bene, no bene. Oh, and in so, Italian. Uh, he then I realize he wants to fuck right there. He doesn't live a block <laughs> away. He wants to have sex right there <laughs> on the street in Vienna. On the street. <laughs> on the street. And I'm like, I can't do this. But he makes out so good. I'm like, I can't do this. Honestly, if it was in a if it was in more of an alley, you're fine. It was very protective. I was fine. He's like putting his hand down the back of my pants, you know, tapping on the money spot. And so, um, so I wish you could see Poodle's face when I said that, everyone. Gross. Um Anyway, so I'm like, no, but I, I don't think I'm 44 years old. I don't think I can have sex in the alley, but the body's telling me different things. And he does. I And I do put my hands. He has a huge, huge dick. Yeah, it's a huge. And so I'm going, is this going to happen? And then he looks at me straight in the eyes and says and holds my holds my hands 
holds my face in his hands, which I love that. And I'm looking at his beautiful brown eyes and our lips are wet from each other's saliva. And we're, just, and we're just having this moment. And he looks right at me. And he finally, he's, he says an English phrase that I understand. He looks at me and says, I love you. What? And, okay. And that would I, turn my boner dead. <laughs> I looked right at him and I said, what? And he said, <laughs> he said it again. He said, I love you. <laughs> this is so and funny. Then, only, only, happened, and only you. You I would know. happen to the person, you would find the one person who said, I love you to you in an alley. Well, I immediately, instinctually, out of the corner of my eye, I see this car coming down and it's a taxi and I pop out. I don't even say a word. I raise my hand. The cab stops and he goes, wait, wait, wait. His pants are down. He has a boner. <laughs> he says, I love you. And I turn around and I look at him with the cab open and I go, nine. And I just get in the cab and drive away. Well done. I'm applauding. I'm applauding. So you know I did what? not get banged in Vienna. I got to say this. Uh, this would have been good poodling had you probably I have a feeling there were probably some signs before this that you may have ignored. Well, the <laughs> epilogue to the story is <laughs> when I went out with my other friends, or the guys that I made that we went mm-hmm. out friendly, and we went bar hopping to like four, but it's so funny you asked because I was going to tell you this. I was going to save it for the end of the show as a reveal, but oh well. Um, we're out, we're going to all these different bars. We went to some bar. I don't know who fucking cares. Fox or something. I don't know. We go to these bars and we're sitting in the bar and I look over and that guy walks in and he's selling roses. <laughs> <laughs> like the roses woman in West Hollywood. And here we are full circle. <laughs> It would have to end this way. Yeah, we're going to have to get you a new picker. We're going to have to buy it in a in an actual place. This is why I don't want any This is why y'all let, I don't want people to touch me. I just want to be alone. Let me go out with you next time and point you towards and cuz point you towards someone who's better. I worry I, you're going to pit me with somebody who's worse just for the story. I promise I won't do that. <laughs> I worry about it. No, I'll take the best one of the bar and I'll give you the second best one. <laughs> All right. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Maybe further down the line just for the story. Uh, that was a good story. Uh, <laughs> normally, I find your hookups distasteful and sad. Yeah. Um, but I found that one. I found that one funny. I had to laugh. I, I felt good. I chose me. I, you did choose you. You had a little bit of makeup. My still my favorite is I'm sorry I have adult braces. <laughs> Cuz it's the first time I kissed somebody since I had braces. Oh my god, it's like you're a teenager again. It is. It it's, is Jan Brady. I am. All right, I really we am. have we have to move on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Happy New Year, sissies. This is uh, this is the single life season four, episode one. What was the name of this single? Probably like single and ready to mingle or some um, shit like that. I don't think they sent it. They're to not us. really creative. We'll figure it out. Um, 
it is. Uh, I'm looking it up now. We. By the way, y'all, if you're not on our Instagram or our, um, um, what is it called? Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Our producer, Christina, killed it with our year in review video. Yes. It was so very good. good. It was so funny. It reminded me of so much shit that we did this year. We're clowns. <laughs> Just clowns. Sad, sometimes sad clowns. <laughs> sometimes um, sad clowns. I know I had forgotten about some of the stuff. I'm I'm also glad that she beeped out some of the stuff that was there because Woo. Yeah, because y'all don't understand. We would, we would, sometimes would not be we're, good. If we're that recording was on the camera for like ten minutes before we actually start the show, just saying shit. <laughs> We yep. did not get an episode name from our contacts, so I don't think we know the episode. It's not aired yet, so I don't think we know. It, it airs tonight. Yeah, but we're recording it before, so we don't know the episode name. It's episode one. I bet you, you go. looked up. Well, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Um, y'all, if you don't know The Single Life, um, this is perhaps the cringiest and uh, – uh, I don't know. Just it's your favorite iteration. It is, it is my favorite iteration. Um, it is definitely the one where I feel like the producers are laughing at the people <laughs> dating. One hundred percent. And there it's, are, it, yeah, it's there, base. It's it's the it's of all the ninety day shows. It's the one that could be on our cringe tier. It could be. I think there is a. I what they've done better at is they they've found their older. Con- I should contestants, they're cast members and they are covering people who are dating older, like Colt's mom, Debbie, who's still living up, living it up in Canada. Um, with and this, Tony. and this one, and this Debbie, and this new Debbie from Georgia. Now, we're um, still gonna I'm meet, so happy if she's back. We're still meeting Sparkles. We he hasn't come back yet, yeah. And so is there isn't, any, isn't there another one? Veronica. We didn't get Veronica, Veronica in this episode either. Well, because Veronica, this is really her and Jamal are dating. So I'm hoping yeah. – so it's kind of a twofer. I feel like we're going to get Kimberly and Jamal. I and hope y'all. so. Your number one fan, Kimberly, I think it's going to be back. We're gonna get to the I hope so. I hope so too. I love her now. Uh, so y'all, the biggest get for them is 90 Day Royalty – Chantel, I I now my, it is one of my favorite things, y'all. Chantel is by no means ready to do this. Boy, I, <laughs> by no means is it healthy for Chantel to be. Also, because y'all, Chantel cannot just have a fling. She's already think, saying things like, "I want a Greek man to take home to my mother." I mean, I oh. would like a Greek man. Do you think she wants to have kids? Do you think that's maybe something that's pushing her because she's 32? I think she needs to be with someone. I she's think also she... a black woman in the South, and that's like – That's true, but – So there's a lot of pressure. Y'all, Chantel is desperate. But she, it is, she is in no way ready. I, I thought of her, y'all, because Chantel – we, we both got tipsy at the TLC, and we both talked about – we had very similar experiences in breakups and it was we and like we both got played like we both or at least feel that way and all this all of that said i'm watching this and when she said it's been 6 months since I know, we I separated went, six i went 6 months 
I'm like, I'm like, years. Years. <laughs> I'm a year and a half out. And clearly from the story I just told, I'm not ready. Uh, it, it, so she's no way she can be ready for this. <laughs> this There's is no way. This is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Um, but you know what she's doing, <laughs> which I respect. Chantel is poodling. She is, but she doesn't have the skills. <laughs> She doesn't have an actual poodle to guide her. And I, I'm thinking that these friends who – the friends, from from what I say, just randomly scream phrases at her. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. The one girl is a friend, Destiny. Kaylee and Mooney her- are makeup artists and her hairstylist. <laughs> That, they didn't say that Mooney is a makeup artist, but y'all look at his face. That's her makeup artist. Well, he is also her twerk instructor, which is apparently something that's real. And her gay BFF. <laughs> I, again, I kind of respect this, that if I was going – I like that she kind of has an entourage of some I, – I just don't know if they're the, if they're the right team to do this for her. <laughs> Again, I'm going to say this now. They don't listen, but I did enjoy meeting Chantel. She was very nice. So was Winter. Um, Her boobs I, were out there like she was serving two honeydews on a tray. Just ready. <laughs> Could have plopped. They would have thumped them and they would have echoed. Um <laughs> I actually am really rooting for her because I, I feel for her and I want her to I want her to have happiness, but I just don't know if that's ever going to happen with the parents that she has. I I don't let me let me clarify. It's not that I wish her not wish her unwell <laughs> or wish her bad. I think that she I think that what she was raised with and some of the values that she was raised with are still there. Yeah. And I think that kind of unhappiness and wanting certain things and going through life like you're a princess and that you are that you deserve a lot mm-hmm. is not going to be helpful for her. Um, and, I agree. And, I agree. And, and when so, you go through something like that, you need to change. Yeah. And you need to have. I know she ain't changed. <laughs> and I feel like because actually I find I won't talk about it on this show because we don't have time. But I t- t- finally took that fucking Enneagram thing for you. Oh! And I think I would have been one number before kind of my dad and my breakup. But now, actually, I came out, I was a different number. Oh. So, but I'm going to make you wait for it. We've oh, already taken up too much cares. time in the show. Uh, anyway. So y'all, Chantel is crying with these ridiculous lashes. Uh, some of the in some of the previous things, if you've seen some of the uh, the continuity issues, at one point <laughs> it was so funny. She's Pedro says something, and she's got normal lashes, and it cut. The next thing, she has lashes that are literally three times bigger. <laughs> three times bigger, yeah. Like it's somebody, almost a, comedic. A sissy posted, did they? Did they actually put in a special effect of lashes <laughs> on her? Here, here's the other thing. What I've, what I've kind of realized about Chantel is she's a ridiculous person. And I, I also did not – I also kind of thought she was smarter than she was. Nope. She ain't. <laughs> I think she goes – Chantel goes through life um, – just letting people tell her what to do. Totally. But then what happens is she, it, she doesn't, isn't either on board with that fully or just agrees or acquiesces, but then she ends up being resentful of those people. Yeah. 
I also think that she would be completely boring if not for her hype crew or her mother calling. Um, I think she's very insecure, actually, and and, mm-hmm. and inhibited. Yeah. Again, when she was trying to hit on that guy, y'all, <laughs> I'm gonna, we're gonna we're gonna drag her. But I'm just gonna say this, Chantel, if you are listening. Bitch, She's I am not. you. I am that way. I So I'm going to make fun of them, but I am totally that way when I hit on people and I'm terrible at it. So, y'all, they're going to Greece um, and she's trying to find a Spartan man because she watched the 300. And yeah, they're already. Here's, here's the thing. Said, oh. Instead of chiseled, you're just going to find men with carpets of hair. <laughs> she, no, she, yeah, she wants. And mommy well, issues. Trust she, me. I've 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 great guys. <laughs> she wants she wants this chiseled man and y'all we've got a dick pig. She wants a big dick. Yeah, she wanna she wants he's like and hung like a horse. Um the, And this is basically the description of a man who's going to cheat on you. <laughs> That's the thing. That, that is literally what she just described. <laughs> <laughs> the Not thing someone is, you're gonna marry. I also don't think she can have a fling. I think she's looking for a man for security. Oh my god, are Chantel and I both demisexual? She doesn't know what that word means. She doesn't. <laughs> but I, I think she does. She wants security. I also, I, I think that that's so. She's looking for a man for security. And not written to feel secure with herself. So it's never, she's going to always be anxious. And, uh, and Pedro always kind of gave her, kind of had the carrot in front of her, leading her towards security, but she never got it. Uh, and she weaponized That's true. it. He, well, he did. Yeah. She weaponized it. He future faked her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that term not dead? It's 2024. It's not dead. It's still in because it's still happening. And the reason why I bring it up, because men do it to women all the time. And most of our listeners are women. And that's why I want them to. If one of them says, you know what? I didn't know it until today. Can a woman do it to a man, though? Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, just, I like women better. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, this is what I was confused about. Now, and I don't buy this. I always envisioned, the, she says, where you, where a life where you traveled the world together and lived a life of adventure, but I didn't have that. And I went, did you? Is that new? Because you went to the DR, but I never saw, especially with that family of yours, who want who want who kind of are who afraid so to go any go anywhere? They're xen- no, they're xenophobic. I Hold don't on. buy it. We didn't really. Maybe you get it more in the family, Chantel. We actually, when she said that, I went, "Huh." We actually never really knew. It's we like never you knew and who Pedro, she was for both of them. We kind of never knew what they really wanted in life. They were so focused on what he was doing or not doing, what she yeah. was not doing. They were really stuck, like in present past. No, we didn't well, know. They they were stuck like they were teenagers. They um, show clips. We don't need to go all into that. We haven't seen it yet, um, but we see Pedro telling her he wanted a divorce. There's more details of it. We don't want to know about it, y'all, because we're we're, we're going to cover it in, in class this year. I, I will say, a couple of months. I never get tired of watching her wearing that banging dress to the airport to pick him up with those horrible flats. <laughs> I can't believe she wore flats. 
I cannot believe she wore flats. Y'all, here's the thing. You wear the heels to pick him up just so the dress makes you look incredible. Then you switch to flats. You just, you can't wear a dress that looks that good with flats. It's ridiculous. I agree. I agree. Um, anyway, so, y'all. Yeah. She says, so he wanted the divorce. That is important. He wanted a divorce. It's been yeah. six months since then. Also, y'all, we're going to get completely – Chantel's not in the place where she can, let's see, see a little both sides. <laughs> so we're going to only been. get Chantel's side of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says – this is her, her her this is her description of why it didn't work for her and Pedro. I was so blinded by my love for him that I didn't notice the dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. That's her explanation. Wow. I think there's more than that. But I actually feel like that's an actual very shameful way of cuz the way that she says that some people take it as like, wow, how clueless. Possibly, yes. But also, I hear a lot of shame in that. Because if you say, I, agree. I was blinded by love, that means that it's almost like she's taking all the responsibility for not seeing that. And like, but also, but I mean, try to look at it in a way of, of like you're saying, dual responsibility of this guy was a manipulator. I'm someone that's, I'm either codependent or I'm this. I'm, right. I, I have patterns. What are my behavior? Pedro did this, but you're right. She's going to see none of that complexity. The well, that that to me, it's fake blame she's giving herself uh, because she's, I was blind because I loved so hard that I just didn't see any of this function that oh. was mostly him. So it's a sanctimonious yes. kind of. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah that's her because that's her parents. Th- that is her parents. Yeah, y'all. If you don't follow. Um, <laughs> her mom's Instagram. Miss they, Karen nasty when they or go not? Lie, it, it is Karen underscore nasty, nasty not. underscore or, or underscore, underscore not. not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It is the. It is probably the the and also the camera work. They they never edit before they start something. Mm-mm. So there's <laughs> so there's five minutes of them just waiting, and just, <laughs> just her staring looking. at the camera. It's great. It's so good. It's great. So. She says the big switch happened when he went into real estate and only spent time with his colleagues. We stopped having sex. He filed for divorce. And as she says, I'm finally ready. That long six month period (laughs) of growth. (laughs) How long was she with him for? Like six years? I think four. Four years. Because they got married in 20, maybe five. No, because this was filmed in 2022, so I think they got together in, like, 2017, 2018. She's really lucky she got out of it that quickly and didn't have kids. I agree. Um, yep. So, y'all, Destiny, her friends since second grade, we have said this before, her hype crew, Kaylee, her hairdresser, and Mooney, her twerk instructor and gay best friend. Again, I don't think any of these titles are relevant. These people just wanted a good trip to Greece. Um, They they did. But I do think, A, it's entertaining. But actually, I do think I'm actually glad that these people are going with her because Chantel is actually also actually a very pessimistic person. She is. And she needs this kind of hype. Like when they're bringing out the cucumbers and they're all (laughs) they're looking at all they bring out. And she's like, what? And like, you're going to find a cucumber. I'm like, this is great. And they're actually 
It's interesting. They're actually talking about her just putting herself out there without attachment and just fucking around with people and just having fun. Yep. She's the one that internalizes <laughs> to I'm finding a Greek she, husband. She can't. And I, you know, I will say, I think that might be a little bit of the way the show direction goes uh, of trying to find True. the next, your next perfect match or whatever. Uh, but y'all... <laughs> She thinks she says this is so weird. It's, it's just some of the stuff that she says is such cognitive dissonance. I just it, it kind of sounds like it makes sense. But if you if you listen to it, it makes no fucking sense at all. She says, mm. I prefer someone from another country versus an American man because people from other countries has a sense of adventure. But but y'all Pedro was from another country. He, quote unquote, did not have a sense he of adventure. He did not have a sense of adventure at all. And I, <laughs> this, it, this, she, I think she's talking about foreign guys that she sees on movies like, hello, may I advent, may I, may I suggest a riverboat's cruise? Yes, I, I, I think that's where she, because true, Americans don't prioritize travel as much as people in other countries, I don't think. But she's not talking like that. No. She, she literally watched the fucking under Tusk, the Tuscan sun. Yes. And that's the she life she wants. She wants her Adolfo. <laughs> she wants her Adolfo. And guess what? Nine. He still sells roses. <laughs> Nine. Um, I want to, I wrote down, there is no new Chantel. This is just horny Chantel. That's all it is. And I'm here for <laughs> horny Chantel. Um, her uh, friends are a lot, but whatever. I, I know. I think they have to be because she is always at kind of a three. Although it yes. feels like they gave her they gave her Dextram or something because she's a little bit more. I can't wait. And I, I don't like, think they sell Dextram anymore. Diet pills. Um, but that was or, or they references gave her only. Some, they gave her some kind of pills. They gave her some kind of speed or it's something. Adderall now, poodle. It's called yeah. Adderall. They gave her some Adderall or something. You've never she's, taken Adderall. No, I've taken Ritalin and other drugs like that. Yep. I haven't. I just assume because you've done a lot more drugs than me. Yeah. Drugs um, are fun. I don't endorse it. But. So, yeah. Uh, Moving on. But so, later on, y'all. Can we talk about this dress? She, I Respect for this okay. dress. How it, does oh. this dress even hang together? So, tape. Yeah, but was the tape, was the dress taped to her ass? Yes. Clearly, you have not worked in pageants. Yes. <laughs> taped to her ass and taped to her cooch. But, but at one point, didn't didn't the dress because she's not wearing panties? How is the dress stay so the tape actually holds it to her butt? Yes, it's yes, it's double sided tape. Got it. It sticks to your skin and the clothes. Something we probably will get when we go on tour, so you don't have a skirt that rises up and shows your nutsack to the audience, like in DC. I want to be authentic, and uh, I want people not to leave <laughs> in the middle of the show. So y'all. Uh, of course, Karen calls, and the first thing out of her is, hi, dear. It it also oh. feels like every time she Karen talks, that things are being translated in another language and being retranslated. 
it's, I agree. It's like, but it's it's happening in Chantel's head. Yeah, or it's happening in her head because it's taking so uh, long. For, and she said, yeah. "Well, I'm glad you're having a good time." She's like, "Yeah, everyone's what's it, what's your shirt say? It says divorced and looking for the D." Oh, oh, and well, she said, "You better not bring anyone back here that needs another K one visa." Xenophobia, xenophobia, xenophobia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, y'all, her friends basically tell her, you got to get at least five numbers tonight. This is great. My friends used to do this to me because I was so shy about going. They would say, my friend would say, I want you to get five points tonight. And you get a point for every time you ask someone out whether they turn you down or not. And I would be terrified of it. But I would have I, to do it. It was a I good, think that's... I think it's fine. I think these days when they're saying numbers, I feel like these days you would say, what's your Instagram or what are you? Oh, God. Is that what you're supposed to say? Yeah. You, you don't get oh. you don't get people's numbers. Yeah. I thought you get it on like a written piece of paper and no. you write their address down. <laughs> it feels too personal now oh, for someone God. to give their number or you. Yeah. Like or you have. <laughs> You, or you can do LinkedIn if you want. What? Um, you could have even used LinkedIn. <laughs> you could have asked Adolfo for his LinkedIn. What? Well, <laughs> I would have found out he sold roses. <laughs> roses. So anyway, uh, they meet a hot guy who's named Adonis, which is a hat on a hat. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say that now. He is pretty hot, though. And at one point, we get a we get a kind of Wikipedia version of who what Adonis was <laughs> from Greek mythology. Yeah, it's not really accurate. Not really accurate at all. <laughs> but that's Chantel. That's y'all. Chantel. So she's talking to this guy. I was shocked that she and even though she was at least four drinks in because her eyes are kind of going oh. around in her sir in, oh, in her sockets. I, I have to have liquid courage to do this. I will have my heart will go out of my chest if I did this sober. But she's about the, she's to the point where she's a little too tipsy to ask guys for the number and her friends are kind of propping her up. <laughs> Kind of. There are a lot actually like so I appreciate them, but at the same time, they're so like I think the point is but I don't think she can. Again, I'm kind of not comfortable with how much I related to Chantel in this scene because I'm like, let Chantel go off and do this on her own. Whether she right. gets, gets the number or not, it's not about winning or failing, just let her do it on her own. But they almost were like, like they were like emotional training wheels for her. Yeah, and, and I didn't love that. But also, <laughs> as watching this, I'm like, uh, I probably, I don't think I would need it now, but I probably would have needed that before in my life. Yeah, you did, you did. You needed to be pushed into a dark room. I, I did. Like people, had to, <laughs> so I relate because there's something too. Like Chantel is. I was surprised when she said 32 because I went. I think of you as like she 25. Seems, she still still seems like 25, 26 to me. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but she says to to Adonis, what what do you do for work? Oh, you're a sailor. Wow. I don't go on boats a lot because I'm scared of sharks. Y'all, then Karen's voice literally just goes out of her. And yeah. it's just weird shit. But, but even before that, though, she's just kind of like, so... Hi. And she kind of does that smile where she smiles, but it looks like she's. It looks like she's saying, saying fuck off. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's like, mm, 
like you ate like you ate a bad breakfast burrito and it's squirming Ooh. around in your stomach. She's making that face because she barely. So I like she asked him a sailor and that's when she lit up. And then after that, she was like, so can I get your number? Uh, and so he does give her his number. I, I still feel like and maybe not. I, I feel I feel like for numbers, it, that's like a real sense of privacy. I guess it's different for men to give women, but for guess, a woman would never give a stranger. Maybe it was WhatsApp, number. though. I'd give somebody my WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah, that's I think that that's a little different. But um, I'm people are more much more comfortable saying follow me on Instagram or here's my Instagram handle because that's less private. Because it's interesting that you say that because I would almost rather them have my number because if they have my Instagram handle, then they know all about my life because we have very public lives. But your number – You just block them. It's not like they can find where you live. I guess that's true. I just – I find – Instagram easier because you can send DMs without. But you don't send anything. On, you don't have anything on Instagram. Like I have you barely, very post. little. But I, Whereas, I communicate by Instagram. But think about Chantel. He's going to see that she's a reality star. He's going to see all no, the shit right. about her. I, I just, I found this concept of getting five numbers very dated. Um, that I didn't. I thought it was apropos for what she needs. <laughs> I want to hear from other women who go out. I, do you guys still? Do your friends basically hassle you to get five numbers or how does that work? Challenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. So, so y'all, then we meet a guy named Emilios who is 20 hot. years old. Tweety. 20. Y'all. And this is where Chantel starts poodling. <laughs> she goes for a ride and then she gets it kind of okay. They and and uh and the and Mooney, her uh the 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 three girls and a one girl, as I said. Yeah, she's like, Did you feel a boob on your back? Boob on your back, boob on your back. Oh, boop, 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 they're boop. like, I'm like, just <laughs> let her be, y'all. They're like on and they're like making all these like sexual jokes. Yo. I'm like Oh Mo- my God! Mooney's gonna have a music video in six yep. months. I oh, promise two. you. <laughs> two. If he doesn't two. already have some, yeah, hundred percent. He's a recording artist, De- definitely. Um, they, they, but have you ever ridden on the back of a motorcycle with a guy? Yes, of course. I remember the s- guy who I when we were living. You got really mad at me because you didn't want to let me out with him. Uh, he he had a motorcycle. Oh, I was very yeah. worried when you did that. <laughs> he, he gave me my own helmet. I, I got to say, though, I'm of a different leaf. I watched this and I thought, you know what? That's going to be a goal for me in 2024. I want to ride on the back of someone's motorcycle. Go for it. Why not? You should once. It's like Rebecca last... when, when, he, when she met that woman for the first time to Black Velvet. Mississippi. Uh, um, but this idea of so she gave him a little hug and a hug, and then she she's like give him a hug, and so she grabbed y'all. By this point, she is drunk. <laughs> like, again, this felt like this is where at the beginning I felt like Chantel was like. Maddie, and this is me <laughs> into poodle because that I've seen you do that where a guy just goes bye and not expecting anything else, and you just look at him and grab his I face just and put make my out with face him. and make out with him. That's my move. <laughs> However, the next thing that happens is textbook Chantel, 
when she Thankfully, went, that no, is neither of us. it's happening again. This is what Pedro did me to me on four wheelers. I'm freaking out. And then the tears come. This and I was, was like, totally different and not like that at all. I thought she was just being <laughs> overdramatic. We saw the four wheelers. This had nothing to do with that. <clears throat> well, this just tells you how anxious she is. And uh, she's not ready. And she's not ready. <laughs> It tells, again, I think she's using that excuse because she was feeling good and are feeling these feelings and then started to feel shame about it and then guilt. And so she needed to have this breakdown to regulate herself. And I went, this is going to be a great season for you. I I wonder if they're going to do any of it, if it's all going to take place in Greece. Are we going to get every night she's in Greece with a different guy or are they going to continue it in Atlanta? I think we're going to have to see... We're going to have to see the family. I hope so. This. Um, let's, you want to move on to Natalie? Yeah. So things are a little clearer with uh, Natalie uh, because the apple didn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> with her what do I say? Meet someone's mother and father and you understand them better. Holy fuck. See, you're being more empathetic. Empathetic. I actually thought... You guys, we have a new star of the 90 Day franchise. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. I like it how it what I love about this is you can hear you can hear the the noise, literally the noise in Natalie's head, y'all, is her mother. Mhm. It makes perfect sense now. We only got we always saw like a sympathetic version cuz she liked Mike obviously. And now we see how maybe that constant negativity and that voice and that fearfulness of her mother's voice in her head constantly may have contributed (laughs) to the crazed curly thing we see before our very eyes. This isn't coming from an autobiographical place, is it? Not at all. Okay, just making sure. Not at all. Just making sure. Um, Uh, Yeah, we've never heard about your Christmas uh, vacation with your family. Uh, I guess I I could tell some things. You could do it on the 90 Day Show, too, since I took so long. Sorry. But whenever. I'm here. Um, (laughs) I'm here. No, I'm 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 excited to listen. I'll, way. I'll tell it on the ninety day show. Uh, there was a great moment. I don't, oh, okay. Uh, I, I love it, a tease. It was a it was a really wonderful moment. It was so dramatic, too. <laughs> Boy, um, uh, I also I I will do need to say if you are if you are looking to be treated in a different way around the holidays or something like this. I, I was amazed how, when I was just walking around with my niece and nephews, when I was like taking them places, I just got treated very differently. People asked me about them and they, they said, yeah, it's yeah. That's, uh, they, they said, Oh, are these yours? And first of all, I, I would have been like, my response was God, no, (laughs) Um, I don't think I look like a parent, but maybe in in South Carolina, it's just assumed. Honey, you look old enough to be a parent. You need to accept that. I'm saying I don't – I'm not saying I look old enough. I don't think I look like – I don't have the look of a parent. Yeah, I think you need to process that. No, I'm not saying I – You look like a parent? 
No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have that tired. Actually, I do look tired consistently because <laughs> I don't sleep. So maybe I do look like their parent. But I just I think can't, I got treated. You don't have that face like you just saw that fact. I saw a lot like of families. world weariness. And you know what? It's an international thing because even in Vienna, there was a lot of families there oh, taking their kids, fuck. trying to do Christmas shit with their family. And you could just see they were they're they're fucking German, whatever, Scandinavian, and they all those mom the and same dad, look. They all have that look that they're just tired, or the, but also the look of things are never ever going to be how they were. <laughs> yeah. And you're just trying to get to a part to satisfy your kid and get them grown up enough and then you can resent them living their own life. Wow, that just got real. (laughs) So, But anyway, I thought, what a great – because everyone was like just nicer to me than when I was by myself. And and, and I said, what if you could just like – you, I could say, oh, I don't like where this is going. If I could, I, like, you could rent children at the time mm-hmm. of year at no, Christmas, and you no. could call it, oh, these are just my Christmas children. <laughs> and no. they're just around. And, oh, what's your name? Oh, I'm Kingsley and Paisley. Well, you're going to be John and Mary for today because I don't <sighs> like those names. Little John. And you know what? You'll, you'll be, the boy will be John, and the boy will be Mary, and, and the, the girl will be John because we, we don't like gender conforming. And then people like just, you can just rent them for Christmas and, and you can remember what it's like to have a family and then you can give them back the next day. Reality Gaze does not support <laughs> child trafficking or child renting. I, I shouldn't say it's, there's nothing. I'm not talking about trafficking. I'm talking about these are these are children who come from a family who their their family needs to give them away for a day. No, the, the way you do it is, and you and I couldn't do it because we didn't live near your nephews, but I do know gay friends that live close to their nephews, and they do take their – this was a famous episode of Friends. They do take their kids out, their nephews out, or their nieces, and you do get dick that way. Really? Yes. If you Not took, the kind that I'm looking for. If you took your um, – and really more actually for me, yeah. If I took my nephews when they were younger, like to Runyon Canyon, oh, the dick. I disagree. Uh, I think if we were if we were fucking women, yes. I don't know. Not I, men. I made out with a guy who sells roses. What do I know? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what do I know? I love you. <laughs> Nine. Uh, uh, so y'all, Nuttily is back again. I think she needs a contract every single season. Uh, yep. Um, it's oh oh her I, how how is she affording this house? She lives in in Florida. Come so, on. I, I'm going to say this. I'm not against sex work. But I it just seems like she could be doing it. I don't know. Um she because how's uh, she affording this place exactly i don't know how she's affording it now i know that because like when she says later on when she freaks out and she says well you'll have to pay for the apartment josh is paying for it he said okay fine i would when he said i'll pay for the airbnb and i'm going is josh paying for you to live where you live now i don't know 
It everything like, is, is the pussy weird. that good. That's what I kept asking myself. No, no, no. It's the kind of it's the kind of pussy that you're scared if you're going to live through it. It's that it's and it's more than like shove pussy. About. Yeah, yes. it's like it's like am I going to die tonight? <laughs> but every time they finish Josh is like I made it one more day and he just wants to see if he can make it again. Yeah, it's almost like she's always going to grab that like that basic instinct ice pick mm. every time she's thinking about grabbing it. And he goes, yeah. "Is this the time? That's is what this I'm the night I die. Is this the night I die?" Because yeah, I, but I agree with you. I don't know where the money has come from. We don't know what she's... Now, look, she could have also been getting some money from Mike because we do know that Mike was financing some things too. I don't know why he was because Mike did finally... This was just news last week. Mike finally just did file for divorce. Yeah. So he just filed for divorce. and But I think Mike was probably giving her some money too. Yeah, but this was expensive. Uh, it, well... But Tampa is cheaper to live. It's not it's not cheap, but it's affordable. She was in St. Petersburg. Which is right in that little alcove. I guess it's right so. all in there. I don't know. I don't and I don't now, know Florida geography. She's gonna have a rude awakening when she lives in an apartment <gasps> in Van Nuys in, <laughs> in LA. Cause y'all, she's not gonna afford to live in LA. <laughs> nope. Yeah, y'all, she's gonna be in Van Nuys. Uh, and not the nice part. There is like one road. Um, now her mother like might like might might like West Hollywood because there's a large Russian, Russian Ukrainian speakers, yeah. uh, population. They there. can't. She can't pay West Hollywood rent. Are you kidding yeah, me? That's the most expensive place. Wanted to live in Los Angeles to get you in West Hollywood for wearing red shoes on a Thursday. A Thursday. Uh, so. She, y'all, she is picking up her. This was actually thought really, really sweet. So her mom's here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure it's been awful for her being in the Ukraine. In Ukraine, and uh, and y'all, there we are moving to LA. Oh. I going to pursue my relationship with Josh. <laughs> and she's going to start. She wants to pursue acting more. I got to be in the movies. <laughs> Doing, you know what? I think she, her asper. What do you think her aspirational role is? For me, I think that Natalie, she wants to be a Bond girl. Oh no, no, no! It's something much. No, she wants to be Julia Roberts. She wants to do romantic comedies. Of course, she does. Think about it. Oh God, you're right. She's (laughs) called pretty woman. She's like, I want to be pretty woman. No, it is it is the most basic of all choices. Josh, tell me why I can't be Sally. I want to be Sally, Josh. You can be Harry. <laughs> Josh, Josh, <laughs> why did you never let me go to the movies, Josh? <laughs> oh. um, one of my favorite quotes. Uh, <laughs> this, it's just so Natalie. When Josh asks, so how's your mom? And she goes, good thing. <laughs> She's healthy. She's alive. Yeah, <laughs> she's alive. And then you just go. Yeah, we okay, got good. that. We co- we covered that. Thought she was alive when you picked her up at the airport. I, anyway, mom. I like there. her. Yeah. I love her pink glasses. She's living. She's living mom, that life. Mom looks like she had like filler work done before she came here. Do you think? I think she always kind of looked like that. She just looks. She looks eternally surprised. <laughs> she does. <laughs> anyway, that's all I'm saying. Um, uh, we normally she, don't talk about people's appearances, but she's. But we find out later 
Uh, and then mom, mom already says, mom's like, I don't like this Josh guy because Mike was much better for you. Because she wants Natalie to be with a Mike, not a guy who looks like Josh. This is insane because mom is never going to shut up about Mike and how good he was to her mom. Well, and didn't and, Natalie's dad cheat on mom and leave yes. him and all that? So she doesn't want her to be with a Josh because he's a good looking guy. Yes. She wants him to be with a large oaf that she thinks will never <laughs> cheat on him. Who believes in aliens. And, and butter. Create, yeah. <laughs> That's what she wants. Yo, God, I love this show. Mom is saying things like, I can't wait to play with my grandkids. And I wrote, yike. I No, not even before that. I was dreaming of grandkids. <laughs> And I would be more relaxed if Michael invited us. I imagine I was going to play with him. I love poems. I read, read poems them to poems. them. Read you know. poems to them at night. But now I can't, I'm waiting. And you just see Natalie's face. All of the kind of, all of the kind of like joy and everything. The zest for life just drains away as soon as her mother stops to start talking. It does make sense why she hugged a tree now. It it all became clear because we, we hadn't seen that much of her interacting with her mother. But I went, oh, this is the full Natalie mom experience. Yes. 90% of the time, y'all meeting their parents will help. The only there's rare instances like Andre of Andre and Libby, like you meet his parents and you're like, what? What, what the fuck happened? But yeah, this is woo. So she, Natalie does. I loved another great quote. She, when she looks, she's like, after it was right after the mom just shamed her and Natalie's like but we have to move we have to this could be my moment my moment <laughs> and I went oh god your oh. moment Natalie your moment will be in a USC student film where yeah. you will be a park ranger and you will have six lines and you will flub one of them no you'll flub four of them mm-hmm. and you will you will be invited to the rap party and the screening party, which will be in a bowling alley. And you'll see yourself up there on the screen. It's not that big, but it's, it's there. And you're like, see, I've made it. <laughs> and then you'll get drunk and make out with the grip. Yeah. Yeah. But cr- cr- drinking for you would be three glasses of wine. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the story, y'all. That's where she's going for. So they're they're moving in. They're they're they fly to L.A. Mm-hmm. and 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 he's not there. And immediately the mom starts in. Well, a man should be here to protect us and help us. What are we going to do in this city? It's very scary. And and she's she's like, shut up, mom. She's like, shut up, mom. And I love it when. I didn't know how Natalie could be relatable for me. <laughs> she was this episode. This, this is what's fucked out about this. I related so much Chantel and you're relating to fucking I'm Natalie. I'm relating to fucking Natalie. <laughs> and at one point, y'all, so they're moving into these one of these extended stay motels. Yes, I just want to say one thing. When she said, yeah. she like rolls her eyes at her mother and her mother said a quote, where was it? It was really good where she's like, I think my opinion is good. <laughs> So, Just that phrase. And Natalie's like, it's all we can afford. And she goes, when Josh comes, Josh is going to come and he's going to help us find apartment, help me find job. And uh, It's like he's Jesus Christ. It's like waiting for Josh. Like waiting for Godot. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, and like, I don't know how long it is that we wait for Josh, but at one point we're at the beach and the mom goes, hello, C. <laughs> she does say, hello, C. That's later. So that, good. When they get to the airport, though, and they get there, Josh says, I can't pick you up. And that's the biggest red flag. Is Right. And, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. That is that, the that biggest. That was before the beach. Mom gets upset about that because she's like, what? He can't come here to pick you up. How romantic. So, yo, she's that's kind of it for Josh that, in that, her book. Yep. Yeah, she's yeah. done with him. And later on, uh, she says uh, uh, Josh does show up finally. Uh, he's 42. Like, Y'all, he's fucking I think hot. he's hot. Oh, he's got a <laughs> Some huge people don't really dick. like him. I, I think he's I, cute. I do. He's got a nice dick and his arms. Ooh. I do think Josh misrepresents his wealth and his career. I feel like he's much more of a hustler. Do I think he's leading her on? 100%. 100%. I think he also likes being on the show. Yeah, um, I need to say this. I like him, but do I think he's a normal hot guy with who has money and Peter Pan syndrome that never, wants, that never wants to grow up and just fuck 100%. ladies? Yes. And y'all remember, every time they have sex, it might be the night he dies. Because <laughs> he says she's beautiful in the sex. He said, quote, keeps me on my toes. <laughs> so, Poodle, you called it. I'm telling you, it's the kind of sex where you go... I may not make it, and it will be it. worth it. He says, I'm excited. And maybe he's not a douche. He was married and has a kid before and has done all that. So maybe also he's kind of in that life like, fuck it. I did that life. I don't want to do it anymore. It goes back to what we say. I think Josh and um, Natalie have different values, and that's why oh, they're never going to work. Fuck no. But She's yes. valuing kids. He doesn't want to have – he's 42. He doesn't want to have kids again. Nope. Nope. He's playing around with her for as long as possible. Um, and he's dating other people, I bet, 100%. And he also says, I want to take things slow. He tells her that. And all the look she gives him is <laughs> like a wild animal. Uh, and at one point, she just goes, and that's the thing about Natalie. You're watching her process in real time. Real time. And the stakes for her are so high. And that's why it is so watchable. And you don't know what she's going to do from one moment to the next. <laughs> Again, you called it because you kind of are Natalie. I have a part of me that's Natalie. Have there been guys that dated you when you were younger? And they would they say things to say things to you like, I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth or what you're going to do. Yes. Now. Yes. Yeah. And that's because what they liked that, about me. Because that's the way you were. Y'all that <laughs> poodle was not uh, in my 20s and 30s, uh, early 30s. Early I would, 30. You grow up I would say shit that was just. But he would say shit and he would act shit. And y'all. He's not far off from this. I'm proud of you for doing the work. Yeah. So they're going roller skating. And yo, she's terrified. <laughs> she's like, oh, my gosh. She's screaming. She's freaking out. They go, this place looks, I looked it up. It's in Long Beach. They're in Long Beach. Yeah. Um, it actually looks like a cool roller rink. And so, so they're, they're, they're probably not in LA. They're probably like in, she's probably staying in like South Bay or something like that. But even then. Long Beach used to be cheap like 10 years ago, but it's not now. Yeah. So she's like, like I, learned, yeah. I learned two things today. Two roller skates 
and does you catch me when I fall? And Josh goes, is like, oh. Yeah. And then they kind of fucking make out on this like roller skate couch, which I kind of thought was hot. And then after that, it seems like she just stares at him for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, will you help me find work and to find an apartment? And, and find a place to li- find place to live. Yes. And he says, well, I have a friend, Adam. He needs some administrative work. And she goes, and he's like, is that okay? And she goes, yes. yes. She, all, she doesn't know how to do anything. <laughs> oh. This is going to be anything. a complete train wreck. She it's also- going to be, I, I predict this. I think Natalie's job interview will be worse than Nichols. <laughs> oh! I, I predict that. That's something. Uh, she'll also look like uh, a sex worker when she when she uh, goes into the job. 100%. So uh, she's later on. Remember, y'all, the why she well, she kept saying, "I need to feel like a priority for him." She needs to feel like a priority. Translation for her: He, uh, I need to be his world. She needs to be the priority. Yeah. And so later on, they do this weird thing of like they're at a restaurant. And they're looking at his schedule and he's like, tomorrow we'll do apartments and sexy time. She's like, question mark, maybe because you know, that's flirty, how she but... that's how she gets him to do things. It is. Yeah. If you think about it, it's really gross. Um, although I've used sex to get things many times. Um, I was just about <laughs> to call you on that. So. It's the oldest transaction in the book. The oldest. Pro- I'm getting tired. The oldest profession. Uh, so y'all, he's like, and then I go to Ohio for two weeks, and I went, uh oh, but where is there an ice pick nearby? <laughs> and so, Natalie kind of goes, what? She gets that crazy look. What? With her, with her black, coal rim, too dark eyeliner she eyes. Goes, when am I going to have home? <laughs> home for crib. For crib. crib. Uh, and no, if like, I walked in that apartment and there was a crib there, I would die. <laughs> I would, I, not a crib, that crib. That crib. white crib that just. Um, and so. And he even says, I mean, you called it when he says, you know, you never know what you're going to get with Natalie. I don't know. She, But today we felt really connected. But as soon after they scheduled this time and he tells her he's going to be in Ohio, she's like, I can't count on you. It's bullshit. So, when, when am I going to have a home, Josh? When? That's when she starts basically. And then something we ha- we don't see very often on a nanny day. He's doing his – she leaves and she's like, I, I'm go- I feel like I'm going to go home alone. And so she goes up to her extended stay Ramada or whatever it is. Which, by the way, the the mom completely shaded. (laughs) The mom hated. She was like, "Mm, not very nice. Not very nice. Yeah. This is this is a woman who's been in the same Ukrainian apartment. (laughs) Oh, God, y'all. For 50 years. Mother on this season. It's going to be fantastic. So anyway, she completely comes. Is he still here? And she interrupts his in the moment. He's like, why is he here? He promised to find me a home. I will be out on the streets. You canceled your trips to Ohio. And then she just goes into the deep (laughs) side and just says, I fear I'm not good enough for you. And I go, whoa. 
Well, and, and Josh I, said, you know, that's a small thing for her that I think she needs to work on. I said, small? That's fucking huge. Yeah, it's all of it. And y'all, of course, she gets down to the ground like she always does. <laughs> <laughs> she starts crying. <laughs> he leaves because he's just not handling it. And I wrote down, Natalie always delivers. Always. always. Y'all. Always delivers. Natalie is your clutch hitter you put her at the you put her at the at a loaded count she will always knock it out of the park sibling fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. 
Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. I can't believe I'm using baseball metaphors. <laughs> well, speaking of knocking it out, let's talk about let's talk about some um workouts some boxing workouts and what y'all we're Ty in Ray. modesto that gorgeous city where beautiful things happen like lacy peterson that would have been a lot better if and you'd done chandra that levy if you did that with a your ukulele because it would have made people happy. that's true would have made people I'm happy to get my, to get my ukulele oh Fucking y'all t- modesto 
We're talking about Tyree. I have never been to Modesto, and I do not want to. Uh, yeah, you'll. I can never think about anything besides Jennifer Donnelly being Lisa Have you Peterson. been there? No, I haven't been. Uh, it it looks bleak. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I'm so. sure it's fine. Don't come, don't come for me again. This season is really about, except for Debbie, and I don't think we're going to get this with Sparkles. But, and maybe not Veronica, but this, so I guess not all of this, but half this cast, it's like half the cast are people that feel somewhat confident and want to date and find people to be confident with. And then so far though, we've just are getting people that are just completely avoiding their childhood trauma. Their own problems. covering it up with dating. Yes. I wrote down and I, and I'm glad you brought that up. I said, Tyree does not need to date to 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 make himself feel better. The, no. Dating is not dating is the last thing that's going to do well do wonders for your self esteem. When he says he feels like it's even because he's um, he feels like because he's overweight and he feels like that, and I do think that affects his confidence and stuff a lot. Oh, he, yeah, he says that. But I also say this because it happens. It's why people have to get psyche valves whenever they have the stomach surgery and things like that. And every person, I, I've never been like really obese, but I know had a lot of friends and stuff and that I've had and that have had even that stomach surgery or whatever you think. But they always talk about, yeah, I thought I would lose the weight and all my emotional problems would be solved. Nope. And then they realize, oh, fuck, that's still there. That's not, it doesn't go away until I emotionally work on it. You're, you're still depressed in a skinnier body. <laughs> That's why I love dating or I love, well, I'm not really dated, but I love y'all find yourself a hot guy who was a fat kid. Mm-hmm. And you can weaponize it. I mean, I was going to say <laughs> you would find them relatable and they would have empathy. <laughs> you but can weaponize sure. it and make them always feel inadequate. I mean, <laughs> don't do that. We need to move on. Um <laughs> Now we find Tyree, his family calls him Teddy Bear. They he reminds us his dad was killed when he was 4. Uh yeah, in the park where he likes to play ukulele. The other thing I feel that I feel like this family, his brothers and sisters, share some uh, they also cuz he he has to carry his mom is disabled and and is in recovery for like went through a stroke or something like that. He is basically doing all the lion's share of work, and the and the and the siblings are kind of fine with it. You know, I remember up, up on 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 their season. I remember I had a problem with that, and I remember we didn't have a lot of information. We've gotten a little bit more. I don't know if that's because I agree with you. I don't know if it's because the kids are hands off, or but I could also see now that we know him a little bit more. I could also see Ty Ray being like using that as an excuse not to live his life. Yeah, I could see that too. I I, I don't. We don't have the full detail, and maybe it's both. So y'all, he said he did not date in high school or college, and he is thirty three, and he he says still technically a virgin. Went to prom with his cousin. No real dates, which and technically, I, no kiss either. No kiss. So, and I went, and this is what I want to say. Like my brother's a big guy, always has been, and my brother has my nephew Cody, my youngest nephew. 
good looking guy. He's a bigger guy. He and my brother too. When my brother was in high school, he confidence. Had so, so much fucking pull. He confidence. dated all these gorgeous women. Cody, my nephew, women just like throw themselves yep. at him. It doesn't matter. It's confidence. It's confidence. And I remember one of my brother's friends in high school said, he was like kind of an asshole and had short man syndrome, but he was good looking. And he said, Brian, why do you, um, why do you, why do you get all these hot girls? I like you. And my brother looked at me and said, because I'm not an asshole and I make them laugh. Yep. And so I know, especially we meet Tiffany later, but there's a lot of women that would totally be into Tyree exactly as he is. And it's so it's like, yes, he needs to he probably needs to get healthier. He's probably his his weight. He's probably not the healthiest he could be. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to being feeling good about yourself is is important. But working on your own mental health and your confidence and how you walk through the world is the most important thing. It really and like, is like self-love, which is a term I don't I, I honestly don't love. Um <laughs> I understand why it's important. Mm-hmm. My, my therapist and I have come up with different versions of saying that because I think it feels so touchy feely. No, hey, that's I see that use the client's language. I love that. Yeah. Um, but really finding a way to embrace yourself and and loving who you are is the most important thing. And it's period. But y'all, guess what? We're going to get a whole season of Tyree being awkward around women. And as he <sighs> says, he wants He's that. lucky he's not gay. He'd never find oh anybody. My God. Loved. Because gay, that if I dated women, y'all, I would, I, when I, girls, sadly, that, girls threw themselves at me because women see people as a person and recognize niceness. Gay men don't see that. Men don't see that. They're terrible. Well, they would you you would have he'd have some chubby chasers after him definitely. Which that which you don't want to be you don't want to be um oh I forget what's that word <clears throat> you don't want to be um what's it where a fetish people, yeah you don't want to be a fetish for someone if you don't want to be that but like I have one friend who like. She wanted to date guys, and and that she found the love of her life, and he's into bigger, uh, bigger women, and yeah. so and they've been married for twenty years. So, that, as long as it, everyone it, feels respected, we're bringing all this up because, yeah, I don't think I don't think Tyre's arc is going to change much in this season. Uh, I agree, but I, I want to put this. I'm going to say this last thing. You can tell the the his ship steering wheel isn't necessarily going the right place because says he says I want that kiss that turns frogs into princesses or unfreezes your sister. <laughs> Number one, why don't we have realistic expectations? Number yeah. two, neither of those exist. Well, I don't know. Adolfo, his kiss had a kick on it. <laughs> it was a pretty good kiss. <laughs> he also says, I wouldn't have sex unless I was in love. Again, honey, you got to you gotta oh, get you gotta rid get of that bar. You got to get over Whoa. that. Whoa. Um, and then he says, My, this, is, this, is, this is why it feels like all speculative for him. And, I, and, and it feels, I'll be honest. 
this whole section, this section feels the most exploitive to me. Like the producers are having fun with asking him things like my first time. Oh, there'd be a lot. He's like, what's her first time? Like, he's like lots of moaning, kind of going from the bedroom to the shower to the kitchen, like four fucking hours. First of all, four hours is a really long time. To have sex. And your first time, he's not going to last four minutes. You're not going to last. You're not going to last 14 seconds. Yeah. Um, and they do talk. They do talk what, about what kind of gym, by the way. I mean, I love this, but I have never been to a workout class where afterwards they remember how Bernardo you know, treated us after a workout yeah, class. This was this was his. He called it. a I think he called it a weight loss accountability group. Um, oh, it is. OK. Yeah. I thought they were just at a gym and this was after the because. OK, great. That makes me feel better because I went. This is actually what he needs. As he said, a fitness based support group. That is he that's actually is. needs that. This is good because I don't think because of where he is, his his culture, his race. I don't think he would ever go to therapy. I agree with you. Um, also, they we, if you don't know Tyree, if you didn't watch it, he was the infamous cat. He was catfished uh, by by a man, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, we are. I thought everybody knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and remember, I for I, I always forget like the more the more just lurid parts that he went to Barbados. And the guy, since it was a guy, he went all the way to Barbados and never showed. And the, th- the thing I want us to remember about Tyree is how when he did meet that woman who was Carmela, who was supposed to be, he just ogled her and was creepy. Even though they said – they didn't say it before, but they said this time she's a sex worker. Yes, they didn't say yeah. that before in the last season. Really? But they said that who was a said they said a woman who is a sex worker, which again that's fine. But I mean, he's also thinking like pretty woman or something that like this woman. <laughs> See, to me, it's less it's less classy than that. His escapism just, is really detrimental to his and, emotional growth. And I just kind of think he's a creep. I just I there's something. I don't think he's a creep. I I, I think but, he's. But, oh, but the way he like kind of stared at her and said, so you want to be friends after? Like, remember it, that? There's a line. I don't think he's creepy. I just think he's. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to think about that. I just there's there's something about him that it's just, cringy. I think he's I think cringy is different than creepy. Creepy is where I feel like you're I feel unsafe. No, I think with creepy. creepy. I, I think but I don't think he's I'm saying it's creepy in a way that is. Not it wouldn't be a relationship for two people. It would be him jerking off to watching a woman, and and I and I I don't know if he sees women as people. That's that's where I'm going with it. But um, but I don't think. Um. Yeah, but I think he sees women. I don't know how he sees, but I would imagine it's less of. In a gross, but he, because you brought this up earlier, it's this unrealistic pedestal expectation. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. And I think all this is combined. Um, we can have empathy for it, but it's still there. And he still has to, he's going to inflict on all this on all the women he goes out with. Speaking of, let's just move on and, um, I think they, we go to his gym group, but then in a few days, we find out he's going to his cousin's birthday party. And so this is where, uh, hold on, I have my notes. Okay. 
uh, he is, is he, are we at the birthday party or did something Not yet. else happen? His friend Javon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Sorry, okay, okay. they are going uh, from way back. And he's like, people said we should date, but we're really friends. And so he says, he's like, what, did, what is it about? He asks his friend, what is it about me that makes women put me in the friend zone? And she's like, well, you come off a little nerdy. No, it's not that. She's being kind. <laughs> you, you come off. He comes off creepy, like because and 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 women and women notice that, and I, and maybe it feels creepy to them. Maybe because we know him now. Like to me, he comes off, and we see it as because, um, like when he met Tiffany, I, I guess it does. It I I can see what you're saying. How it feels creepy. My word is awkward. He just feels so awkward. It makes me uncomfortable, and. It, but they, both of those things, I understand, like the way he comes off, it's going to creep you out or it's going to make you feel uh, here, it's like you aren't like things are going to get weird with this guy. Here, that's it. Here's the thing for me. This guy has spent a, this guy's relationship with women and sexuality is through pulling his pud on the Internet. Mm-hmm. So women, that that is how he – and part of that is he's trying to square those two things when he's talking to a woman, kind of like how he did with Carmela. So yeah. I think because he's seen so much internet pornography, because y'all, he has. He has a PhD in porn. Um, wow. This guy is I, – I think after a while, it short circuits part of your brain. To and that's why well, it does it feels, repro- it, it, yeah. it, not short circuit. It reprograms your brain and to think that that's that's why it was yeah. creepy um, from him when he met her. Um, I, I think yeah, I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for him because yeah, and well, and we see. Let's just let's just get to it. I mean, we so talked about it in the first show. They but, basically yeah. said, "How do I show I'm interested?" He's like, "Well, I like your shoes." I think they came from heaven with you. And that's oh, the yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, he's having dinner with his friend. What's her name? Javon. Oh, that's Javon. I'm sorry. Uh, so, said that. And I said, this is painful. And then – and it is. I said, this is just about being confidence and be, having confidence and being yourself. And he met this woman, Tiffany, at his cousin's grandma's funeral. <laughs> okay. All right. Now – I'm all I'm all for that and uh, great. And you know what? I'd rather do that than meet some guy on Grinder. At least it's in person. Well, you know it's Grinder one night, so you know you forget about him later. Uh, <laughs> you block him later if you want. Uh, wow. Anyway, later on they're at a party, uh, and I was confused about the decor of this restaurant. <laughs> I I am shocked that you I did not notice it at all with what was happening actually with the characters I sure, didn't no, it was but there so, was just I'm dollars everywhere <laughs> it's just pasted oh, everywhere no you know what it looked like they just had a bar like this in Bermuda on Reels House size of Salt Lake City they all went to a bar and there were dollars everywhere okay I maybe this is a thing and I didn't think anything of it because I had already watched that episode of Salt maybe Lives. that's the thing I don't know oh oh I can't wait for that finale <laughs> so y'all. Uh, he, we, we already played this whole scene out. He kind of goes over to her and steals a fry. And like I said, he does this weird laugh though. You didn't do that when you, oh. but he kind of just goes, uh-huh. and you see him oh, literally. God, it makes me skin see crawl. Him, 
it it broke my heart for him a little bit and made my skin crawl because you see him kind of laughing and then you see him just kind of side shuffling and moving away from her because he can't he actually yeah. can't even be near her he feels so just uncomfortable you know what i think what i when i saw him meeting carmela for the first time i think he was so he only thought about her sexually and that's why I was saying I I think he needs to, he he oh, needs emotional to, intimacy is very hard for this guy. He he needs to understand that to, he he needs to meet this woman as a person before. And I think maybe if he finds a way to meet this woman as a person instead of someone to date or have sex with, he might be able to find some actual intimacy and and understanding among two people. So what you just said in 30 seconds is going to take him about eight years of work. <laughs> I agree. That's what I'm you saying. Know. So I know. That's from a professional perspective. <laughs> it's going to be at, at minimum five, but that would have to be twice a week sessions and, and group work. And that's what I'm saying. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm worried that there's going to be because because she's so into him it's obvious that she's, she's into, into him, him. she's like him chunky he said women, women can see people they see a nice guy they're not gay men like she says he's nice he's funny i think that he would she sees like a life with you can tell yeah i think she kind of had crazy eyes like i want to lock this guy she, down she's kind of nutty uh and i'm kind of here for her i think I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy. I don't think he has bad intentions. Not at all. I think if you got if I think if you got under the kind of weirdo skin of Tyree and you got a wet you took sex out of off the table completely. Because uh, I think I think he's a little bit there and the producers aren't helping. I Honestly. think that no, I think the best thing for him would to be in a relationship and they he was in a relationship, but they didn't actually have physical intimacy or they didn't even kiss to like maybe a couple of months. Like just I don't spending know about time. A couple of months, but, uh, well, uh, this I, is in the poodle way. This is like, <laughs> but if I was his therapist, I would say, Great, you need to get in a relationship. I need you to take your time. Maybe you can start yeah. kissing, but like let's wait time for you to get to know her emotionally. I think because y'all as I said, he has a PhD in PORN. <laughs> and I feel like so, a woman having sex with him, it would be like the – we don't do this now because now we recognize it's gross. But remember like in movies in the 80s where like a guy would be 14 years old and like loses – his older brother would take him to go lose his virginity yes! with, a, with a sex worker? What the fuck? Remember, and remember we used to look at those movies. It's like sweet, nostalgic <laughs> movies. The Yikes. fuck? Uh, anyway, they're going to go out. Um, uh, and it was creepy when he said, if I kiss, what if I keep my eyes open? Yeah, that's the, I'm, there's just sex for this guy is going to have to be deprogrammed into sex with another person. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, we need to cheer ourselves yeah. up. We need to move on to Debbie. Y'all sorry. This uh, is a long show. Our single life shows are always long. Tyree, we wish you the best. Uh, and not the way Sean Robinson means it. We really we really mean it. <laughs> no, we did. Yeah. We mean it. And Tyree, you also might want to sign up for BetterHelp. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Speaking of, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. You know, and you were dead on with what you said earlier, that he's in this severe denial about the trauma that's happened in his life, and he's masking it with the fantasy of one woman. 
just like I did with Tori Amos in high school. Sure, but therapy would help him so much. It could be a great place for him not to deflect his own feelings because I think deep down he feels worthless, but he doesn't tell anyone and he needs someone besides a family member to remind him of the good qualities he has to build his confidence and a therapist would do that. Yeah, I think it's true. And he's just seeing the negative. And I understand it because we that's what we do as a society. It's just like all oh, everyone with their fucking New Year's resolutions at this time of year. I don't love them either. But I think New Year's resolutions are usually positive. No, 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 no. I hate New Year's resolutions because they basically foster this obsession with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. They're all future focused. Not, nothing's in the now and often have no footing in the reality of what we're doing right now. Wow. <laughs> Somebody got fucking real. <laughs> but yes. So, and sometimes they are a little extreme. Remember that year you said you wanted to get a six pack? I'm getting there. That was seven years ago. Lay off me, I'm starving. Sissies, what are some things about yourself or your life that you'd like to keep the same in 2024? What things are you already slaying? Think opposite of new year, new you. I do want to leave behind Adolfo. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it comes to dating, you need a reboot. I know. Ground up. I got it. Like Robocop. They need to like remove everything about you that doesn't work. It's like 90% and you'd use the laser eyes to like spot out the losers. <laughs> you stop. Drop it. <laughs> but see, this is why I love my therapist because I'm drop like my you. wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and like you, though, he's really good at helping me see what I'm doing well in life so I can apply it to my life. And my therapist tells me all the time, you're too hard on yourself. And that helps me snap out of it. Oh, snap out of it. Uh, I think for both of us, too, growing up in the South meant never congratulating yourself on anything because it meant that if you you would be too high on yourself or you were being immodest or at worst arrogant. Ooh, no ma'am, no ma'am. So the idea of owning what I'm actually good at and doing well at kind of made me feel gross and it shouldn't be that way. So my therapist who I who I actually found on BetterHelp has helped me to let go of the cultural idea of what I should be doing and she's helping me find my own strength. I didn't know my oh, own God. strength and I crashed down. <laughs> no, no, no. We got to move on. This is already it's a windy. long show. Fine. <laughs> Sissies, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Y'all do it. It's time to celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealityGaze to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash reality gaze. Somebody poo-pooed there. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. Oh. I'm, a, I'm Miss Debbie. I'm a tad flamboyant at times. The alpacas are gentle creatures. We can learn a lot from them and build trust. I, I'm totally fine with, you know, this is great because I am losing my voice. So I'm just going to sit here in this segment and let you do your magic. I love alpacas. <laughs> uh, and I have decided I want to have an art studio and petting zoo. The world needs this. We need hugs, man. 
I'm a stabby and I've been home from Morocco for six months. His loss. But I still want a husband and partner. And in my painting, I transformed Osama into death. And I had to put this girl with eyes in the back of her and in her back so she could see what Osama. And you see the lion. The lion has sad eyes. That was beautiful, that painting. And that, I was like, that is what art does. Art heals. I am fascinated with this woman. I, I love the painting. And she says, Oshama's everywhere in my house, in my mind, in my, in, in everywhere. And he's, and then he's still blowing up my phone. I put him on silent and I can feel him pounding on my door. I love though that. I'm kind of here for her making this cool space. It's like a petting zoo and an art studio. I can kind of see it. Kind of. I think it could work so well. And I think I could see her having schools come and go do this and like different organizations. Debbie, the way she is, I bet she works really well with with people, kids and adults with that have different learning capabilities or disabled. Like I bet it would be fantastic. Y'all, because she lives on a planet way, way over there. <laughs> way over there. But she under – but I I can't think of someone the most – the most less judgment – least judgmental person on 90 Day we've ever seen. Um. Well, to an extent, when she – I I think she still has issues of when the, when the old guy – when I agree with you, I think she can meet someone where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when it comes to men, this is going to be very interesting. But y'all, oh, if, if you yeah. if you don't know Miss Debbie's and her first season with Oshama, first of all, what are you doing with your life? You, you need to go up. and you need to go you and watch up. that season because it was it was cuckoo and some of our best work. <laughs> I mean. I gotta say, ninety day had like a little lull in the middle, and we had we had a we had two seasons of the Happily Ever After that just we didn't need. But it's really this last like yeah. year and a half have been Chef's Kiss. I agree. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. So Miss Debbie's at the alpaca ranch, and she's got a new fan. Uh, so the peacock fan has been replaced by this kind of ostrich feather fan, which I'm in love with. It's pretty. I like that she's from. I, she says she's Sugar they, Hill, Georgia. Yeah, the other. I bet Sugar Hill's not really, but she just likes saying Sugar Hill. She's not from. Uh, remember, we we spent a lot of time trying to place her accent, and she actually. No, uh, no, 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 no. You spent a lot of time trying to place her accent because <laughs> you're obsessed about that. I don't give a shit. There were some three <laughs> listeners who were interested, like I was, because it was a very unique. Uh, I think partially due to her dental uh, situation going on. Ooh. I think she may have some. Uh, uh, I think. There, there may be some partials and things that she's going through <laughs> to say certain words. Been there. I got my braces. You got your whistle. Yeah. When are you getting those off again? Where are you getting your whistle fixed? Although I don't mind it. I think it's cute. Does it whistle when you suck dick quick? Does it go? So <laughs> Debbie loves the alpacas. <laughs> <'Cause> they're gentle <laughs> creatures. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'll let you a, cough your head off. Uh, anyway, she has been home from Morocco for six months, uh, and she's looking for love. And he apparently is still blowing up her phone. I wonder if that will be a. Um, she's still trying to shuck me back in, but y'all, she is at a salsa club with her best friends Raya and Mitch. These two totally gives me. D- give me Rosemary's Baby neighbor vibes. <laughs> They're totally like witches. <laughs> They're trying to sacrifice Debbie. <laughs> it's I another seen, Danielle. I haven't seen Rosemary's Baby. Come but... on! <laughs> I haven't. Seriously? It's a, it's a it's scary a fantastic movie. film. It's scary. I don't want to see a scary it's not film. Re- it is scary, but it's a, it's a horror. It's a classic horror movie that's made so well. And, oh. You're such a rube. I'm sorry. You need to see that movie. I don't care if it's scary. Well, I did. They're totally mini and Roman Castrovet. I didn't really watch any old movies on the plane, so I don't have any recommendations. Tell me you've seen Saltburn by now. Please. Please. What's that? You're joking. No, what's Saltburn? What is that? Everyone in America knows what this is. If you've been on TikTok... You know what you're fucking with me. No. You know what Saltburn is. No, is it a is it's it a like movie. Salt Grass House Steakhouse? It is a movie that is out right now with Jacob Elordi and Barry Keegan, and it is very there's like people were reacting on TikTok to certain scenes in it. Oh, is that why I keep seeing these things of Jacob Elordi? I'm like he's pretty. Yes. But I'm like, why is everybody talking about this guy? Because you're in a fucking you're like underwater. Are they <laughs> do, do they do gay shit? 
You know, I'm not going to oversimplify this for you. You need to watch the fucking film and then we can discuss. That's ridiculous. Where are you? I'm, I'm you Either know, people who haven't seen the movie, you, you log on to Amazon and you're like, you see this thing to Saltburn, you see Jacob Elordi's face. Every gay man will want to watch that. How have you how have you avoided that? I don't wa- open a lot of Amazon, but I don't I'm sorry. You need I was to about apologize. To, I was I was about to watch The Boys finally cuz you told me to. Actually, I was going to watch it cuz I always wanted to. I just never got around to it. It's so good. But you need to fucking watch Saltburn so you can know what the discourse of the world has been for the last month. Well, I just finished on the plane because they had them. I've been watching them on the I just finished season one of Abbott Elementary. I get why Cheryl Lee Ralph won that Emmy. She's great. I love that show. Yeah, it's a it's a great show. Um, yeah, I just I need to take a moment. You please, please, please. Before, All right, I'll fit it in, but I'm I'm catching before, up on a season of Young before, Sheldon before the new season comes out. Before our recording of Ninety Day happens, you need to certain certain movies are cultural <laughs> touchstones, and we're going to need to have a discussion about the movie. So, Saltworm is a cultural salt burn, you bitch. <laughs> it's a cultural touchstone. Yes. Because it's oh. it's it's an idea. Of I was going to go see Wonka, but I guess not now. Oh, it's not good. I've heard it is good. Where, where'd you hear that? Your your friend your friend Don Don Letterbox review. Timothy Chalamet said it was really good on yeah he's the, in his it. interview with Graham Norton. You know I can't. Really that is say, a great episode, by the way. I can't really say. I've just heard it. I've heard mixed things, and I I thought uh, you have gone saw that with your nephews. They wanted to go, but we didn't have time. That would have been. I did go. I did see. I did go see the Iron Claw. A lot of people were, which is about the Von Eric family. So with Zac Efron and the guy from the Bear. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware. You uh, should the, see. You should see that movie. It's just than Saltburn is that movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair because there's a lot of underwear and just. I mean, they're naked all the time. I mean, honestly, salt. I can't even say anything more about it, but as a person who is living in this world, mm-hmm. concerned with things well, that are queer content, out, I was traveling. It has been out uh, for it's been in theaters for almost two months in Los Angeles. Well, okay. <laughs> well, you never told me about and it, and it's been am- on Amazon um, for. Oh, or maybe HBO. I can't remember which one it is. It's been on there for like maybe three weeks All or a right. month. Salt turn. Got it. Salt burn, you oh. fucking rube. <laughs> okay, salt. Okay. I will watch it. I did just start watching Loot on the plane with my Rudolph. Love it. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, you need to watch things that are important. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll watch it. Anyway, Iron Claw, though, y'all, because some of y'all were asking me about it. I didn't wait. To this go. is not. This is not root movie review t- corner. But I'm just saying, wait to see it uh, at home. I did. I, the script's not great. The performances are good, but the script's not great. For those of you, and who they cut out one of the kids wrestling. Who, well, no, it's about the family curse in North Texas, and so. Uh, and they cut out. They totally talk, cut out. Is it Michael with the the ki- the one who killed himself by suicide? They totally I don't cut give it a out. Shit. I'm I'm still furious that you have you haven't uh, seen Saltburn. I'm well, they cut it out because it was too. Si- anyway, all right, Saltfern, got it. 
Like everyone who has seen anything in the media for the last two months just went, how has he not seen that movie? <laughs> I've been busy. No, 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 no. You just choose to watch other things. Where were we? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, they're at a salsa club. Because I know where we were because I said you needed to watch fucking Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, she is at a salsa club because she loves salsa. With Raya and Mitch, they're weird. Well, they're can we strange say people. They're strange. I wasn't say Rosemary, but they do. The farmer people look like swingers. Is the, that the, the alpaca farmer she met? They look like swingers. Oh, oh! I get that vibe from them. We also should say we All find farmer out, people kind of look feel like swingers to me. I guess younger, especially ones, urban, yeah. your younger farmers. No, that's yeah. just because guys you date look like that, have dirt on them, and smell like the earth. Mm, yeah. Um, we're going to move on. But we but you're jumping ahead that we did get some um, – It we did get some backstory, uh, a little bit about yes. Debbie. That I, have, she, I have this written as a monologue that I'm going to deliver. <laughs> well, um, I used to be a disco queen. I always got my bra snapped. That was the thing the boys did. I met my first husband, then had Julian. But I met my second husband at a dance club. He was from Peru. What they say about hot Latin lovers is true. The charisma, the romance, the mystique. He was sin on two legs, and my leg, my two legs couldn't walk the next day. I was married to him for 23 years. But his problem was he couldn't keep what he was in his pants, in his pants. So I kicked his butt to the curb. Being single at 67 is confusing. <laughs> wow. That's uh, pretty good. We, we learned, we, but it makes sense, though. Now we learn when Debbie said she didn't, literally, it was like 23 years she's with this guy. And then he cheats on her. Yeah. So, and I now think he cheated Osama, a lot. I think he cheated a lot. We, I mean, yeah. But I think, um, I think you, that she is hard, incredibly hard for her to trust people. I agree. I think twenty three years. I think someone doesn't cheat out of nowhere. Um, I think Debbie would have actually married the guy who sells roses that fucked her in the alley. She would have gone through with probably. It. Yeah, uh, but y'all, she's looking for dating, and she's thinking for fifties on up, and she's dating. She's dancing with this guy, and he he just first of all, I the the rough thing is for Debbie here is that men who are in their fifties and sixties are going to look at younger men in there or women women <laughs> what am i sorry where where am i they are going to look at younger women in their 20s and 30s that is something men are who are, are going to do yeah yeah and so and it says she reminded me of my ex with this guy because he was looking at her and she says i'm looking for some sincere fairy book stuff for prince charming i hope i can he can find me Debbie, I want you to be realistic here. I have the most hopes for her of anybody oh, this season. I don't, honey. 
Well, I think that's because you love her so much. And I love her too. But I just, I, I'm actually really concerned that she'll get taken advantage of again. Like I'm oh. feeling, I'm feeling for Julian because probably every time his mom calls him and says, I met someone, they go, oh God. Because I feel like yeah. she believes every, she's not dumb. She is not dumb. Like I, I got to say, when Osama was fucking her, her over, she was quick. As soon as he like turned yeah, and showed his says, cards, well, when I come to the US, yeah. She immediately pressed it and it was like two episodes and she was like, "Nope, I'm gone." A lot it's of people a on 90 day for Texas margaritas out here. <laughs> exactly. I was so good. One but of, remember one of the greatest lines ever. One of the greatest. But think she about She was in a literal desert. <laughs> she was in a desert. But most people that would have gone on the whole like that would have been half a season of them going, "Do I? I don't yeah. I? I don't know." It would she have didn't. Been. So good for her, but I, I don't I don't know. She's just so trusting. Yeah. Anyway. I think that's the show, y'all. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. We I'm have exhausted. two more. John and uh, Sparkles, Sparkles and Veronica and, Veronica. and Jamal. And Jamal. Ooh. I, you know, I really but like Jamal. I can't Jamal. date him. I'm not doing pretty anymore. I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I really like Jamal at first. I'm worried Jamal's going to just turn out to be a, a douchebag with pretty words. Like he would do like a... Uh, like a Matt Rife situation where people think they're funny and interesting and then he got gets famous and then just shows like and this just like just that douchery side of himself. I don't did Matt Rife ever show anything besides being a douche? Well, <laughs> um people liked him. I liked even some of his art. He's friends with one of my good comic friends, Paul, um, who you once sexually harassed at a comedy show. Because he's hot. Paul Elia, he's very hot. He's yeah. very funny. Um he was I've, asking for it. Anyway, we're not going to talk about <laughs> Wow, okay. We're going to move on, not talk about those two. I, you know, I really like Jamal too. I really like. That's not I what think, I said. <laughs> well, no, I really like. But you said like, you don't have a, you said you were kind of on the fence about no, it. No, I you said, like, here's what I said. I said, I, 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 I kind of liked him at first. I said, but oh, I feel first, like he's just a douche with pretty words. I don't know. I feel like he has a good heart. I feel like Jamal. I think he's probably had to take a. Maybe I relate to him because I feel like he is definitely a parentified child, and I was too. And he had to help his mom and take care of his mom a lot. So I, I probably give him a give him an excuse on that. We'll see how this. And because he's hot, um, yeah, but, no shit. Just like the guy who sold roses. He's also. He was, what what what? Rate, Adol- rate roses. Adolfo is his Christian rate, name. Rate roses as on a scale from one to ten, appearance wise. Where was he? <laughs> uh, like a four. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's setting the. You know what? I'm not I'm gonna. Tr- I'm, I'm not, trying to poodle. I'm not going to. I'm not going to yell at that. Here's the thing, sweetie. Even if they are, even if you are trying to set your sights low, never go below a five. Never. Never go below well, you a five. We got you a didn't lot tell to me learn. That. When you started this, you didn't yeah. write a book. No, never go below a five. You didn't tell You're, me, so how would I know? I can't be blamed. You, that's, you, do it. that's not on me. That's on you. You need you need to find a you need to find a six with self image issues. Yeah. 
They'll be great for the night, but easy to throw away. <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe I just need a. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, okay. we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to, and I'm gonna be like the pickup artist wearing one of those hats. <laughs> we're gonna go out to. We're gonna go out to Akbar, and I'm like, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> no, you'll just put like a shot collar on me, and I'll go up to a guy. He'll say, "Hey, how are you?" And I'll just go, "Ah!" <laughs> That's what'll happen. And while you're <laughs> while you're talking to one of the queer deers that one brings, I'll be like, you're like, my, my friend's helping me out, and I'll just be like making out of the dance floor <laughs> with the guy that I said at the first of the night who said was cute, and <laughs> you, you said no, he's not, and then you're making out with him. Yeah, that's my style. <sighs> that's the show. God, this was a long one. Fuck. It is. We'll try not to be as long on these. It's an hour and a half show. We do, normally think about it, y'all. We would do this show in two episodes. So. I feel like is but every episode have... going to be an hour, two hours? Well, see, Single Life fucked us because it originally was an hour, and now every episode is going to be two hours. We could uh, break it up and we could break it up into shows if we want, but we'd have to talk about that. That would completely redo the schedule, of, it's and a, it's you'd have to change the final list. No, I'm not doing that. It's just a it's a lot of content. I think what we're going to try to stop um, whining. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Sh- shut the fuck up. This is a fun job. Just eat it and do it. Ooh, two of my favorite things. <laughs> wow. All right, everybody. That is the show. So be sure to stay tuned for on uh, next week's ninety day because that is that we're recording later this week. But that is where Poodle's going to talk about his holidays. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, you, I there you were heard. stories to You're be gonna had. hear about that, and then um, yeah, we've got Smothered's going strong. Uh, we will for the people that are on RG tier, uh, RG plus the tier eight. Um, we uh, our eight dollar tier. We will be uh, doing Smothered and Love After Lockup that aired during the break. So we will have separate yeah. episodes for those for you. Um, other than that, anything? I think that's about it. Nothing that's new. Show. Nothing new shows coming out in January. We're like we're good. No, right? not for January. February we may have some new things. For February we have Love Is Blind. Yes. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, we oh, I'm so glad it's back. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And if you are finally ready to get back out there. After six months after your divorce. <laughs> Jesus. Finally. Finally. You're ready. Finally. A uh, good six months of healing. Um, you can call us. Call us.